Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, and with me, as always, and thank God, is my co-host Nick Mason. It's great to be here on the Weekly Planet, exclamation point. Not what? question mark. Oh, really? That's what you said. I would never. Mm. You <laughs> definitely know what show you're doing every time you hit the record button, right? That is true. Though uh-huh. sometimes when I do my other less successful podcast with my wife suggestible, I call her Your Mason. Your wife suggestible. My wife suggestible, yeah. <laughs> I call her Mason and suggestible. <laughs> and not, okay, there we go. We've found the level. That's right. Uh, We're recording this one a little bit early, as we sometimes do, because I'll be away this weekend. So if we miss any big news, just know it's because we knew about it and we decided not to include it. That's exactly correct. And any other time we might miss out on any news, it's not because we we don't have any powers of observation or, you know, we're not on top of everything. We're 100% on top of anything. We just recorded early. Yeah, exactly. That's That's right. Mm. Mason. Even if we said we recorded late. <laughs> that was a joke did that you, we did. Uh, did you, do you want to hear the topics of the week? I would love to hear the topics of the week. Okay. okay. Uh, so we're going to talk about the the retiring of a, uh, a cinematic legend, Ooh. a new adaptation of The Green Hornet. Oh. Maybe uh, uh, some exciting news, I think, for some Star Wars live action stuff coming up. Oh my goodness. Uh, what's his name? What's that, horror, what's that stupid guy with the... Let with the lion vest. What's oh, Craven. Craven. That was going yeah. to be my one bit of news. Maybe well, I'll sneak it, it in could quick. still be your one bit of I news if it. you are so inclined. <laughs> He's a stupid man with a stupid lion vest. I want to quickly talk about some multiverse of madness stuff that was revealed because it's now on on streaming. Mason, mm-hmm. the Thor, the Thor, Love and Thunder reactions. Oh, my goodness. Um, what else? Reactor rock. React. That's us. good. Uh, and also, what's going to be happening in Marvel Phase Four? And then we're going to be talking a bit about the Umbrella Academy, seeing as I've watched all of it and Mason has watched. Some of it. What's some of it? That's correct. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but if if you if you wanted Mason to watch all of it, that's my fault because I pushed this forward. So you know, <laughs> just if you want any, if 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 anyone's upset about Mason not watching all of Umbrella Academy, including you, Mason, James's fault. Direct all hate towards uh, weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com, which is my official. No, no that's where I I read those emails. <laughs> you don't read any of the emails, James. Direct them at somebody else. Yeah, direct them at somebody anybody we don't know. Yeah, that's right. Your boss. Now, Mason, there are time codes below, aren't there? Yes. If people want to jump around because uh, Rob Collings, who edits this, always does that. What a wonderful job he's done. Let's start with this via the Washington Post. After. <laughs> <laughs> this is going well. 
after six plus decades. Your brain is going, okay, after this, got to put on the washing. Yeah. Washington Post <laughs> website. Oh, shit. You just reminded me. Hang on, I'll be right back. Are you actually putting There's the washing on? on oh, my God. This is, this is unprecedented. This is, can you believe he's put putting on the washing over putting on the content? He's having some sort of conversation with his wife. Could be an argument. He's back. He's coming back. It's all right. Now, now, James, I know oh, you forgot, didn't. I forgot something. You didn't actually put the washing on. No, you no, I told, told your to wife put, to do yes. something. <laughs> well, that's that counts, doesn't it? That counts. We're yes. a unit. That's true. I do a lot of the washing, just to clarify. I'm a very housework-focused husband. Mm. You know that show House Husbands? No. It's made up, but it's about me. Okay. Yeah, sure, I'm sure there's a hoe called House. There's definitely sure there's a, show, a hoe. Yeah. I'm sure there's a. Let's just do the show, Mason. Okay. Enough with your distractions. I bet there's 10 shows called House Husbands. And yeah. there's some are reality <laughs> shows and some are about, a, oh, what do are, what are these husbands get up to when, they're, when their wives are right? Oh, they're on the, in the bloody man cave and they're no doubt. drinking a brewski. Playing some pool. They're drinking playing a, some billiards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dart boards. Oh, dart boards, all right. For, uh, soccer, table soccer. Mason, <laughs> after six plus decades Whoa. in the industry, John Williams is retiring. Good. So he's <laughs> good riddance. He's, he's ninety years old. So he's been doing it since he was thirty years old. Well, here's some of the things that he worked on. Uh, this isn't the first thing, but he uh, worked on Lost in Space from 1964. Wow. He worked on Fiddler on the Roof from the 70s, Jaws, Star Wars, Superman, Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, Harry Potter. My goodness. Mm. Well, and, and various other things like scattered throughout. Like he started in television and very quickly, mm. kind of more in the 70s. You know, he kind of transitioned over into into big cinemas and he's yeah. kind of he's your go-to guy for if you want a big bombastic and you know some subtle cinematic mm-hmm. scores but we don't listen to the subtle cinema they they disappear yes <laughs> uh, speaking of subtle cinematic scores your children are screaming is that because of the thing you asked your wife to do yes i said scream at the kids and have They'll them scream, scream back, back. It's, it's something to do. It's something to do on a weekend. We've, run, we've seen all the movies. That's Just right. do some helpful screaming. I took him to Buzz Lightyear and he won't stop not talking about it. We yeah, need something right. else to do. We thought he would talk about it for at least the weekend. Yeah, that's right. And you could go, uh-huh, mm, yes, I agree. He hasn't said word one about it. We should talk about the Buzz Lightyear box office, actually. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, this is a quote from John Williams. At the moment, I'm working on Indiana Jones 5 which Harrison Ford, who's quite a bit younger than I am, I think has announced will be his last film. So I thought, if Harrison can do it, then perhaps I can also. I don't want to be seen as categorically eliminating any activity, Mason. Mm -hmm, Sure. Categorically eliminating uh, any activity. I can't play tennis, but I'd like to be able to believe that maybe one day I will. So there you go. You know what, John? I believe you can play tennis. Mm. Maybe his second career. Yeah. He's just out there. He's, He's... He's the first man to return one of those Serena Williams <laughs> serves. <laughs> this guy's incredible. He should have started 70 years ago. It's amazing. I've told you a story about my uh, friend from school. No. Who, uh, I don't want to hear about any of your friends from school. It, it'll be quick. I think it's quite funny. He's a guy who maybe lacks a little bit of self-awareness. Oh, yeah, great. Maybe he got hit in the head. I don't know what's going on with yeah. him. You know, I'll name him so you know. Okay, great. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he he was talking about, he's like, yeah, no, I used to play tennis when I was a kid. I, I was I was, I was was really good, you know what I mean? They, I, you know, I was, I was quite talented. And But but then I quit. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, why did you quit? And he goes, I kept beating everybody. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> so who yeah. knows where he would have ended That's up? That's very true, yeah. <laughs> he would have run through the entire population of the earth <laughs> playing tennis. No one could defeat him, you know? And then you become the king of the earth because of how good you are at tennis playing. And That's then, right. you know, 
What, no more worlds left to conquer. Not I with guess. John Williams not played. That's you know? exactly right. Yeah. I think John Williams should maybe uh, take a page out of Danny Elfman's book. Like mm. just before he retires, he should do a set at Coachella and take his shirt off, and we see all his weird tattoos. And he's and so ripped. Yeah. You see yeah. how ripped Danny yeah, yeah. Elfman was. Yeah. People are like, "What's happened here?" Mm. Great question. What is great? I mean, he was in. I was going to say he was in a rock. He was in Oingo Boingo. Yes, <laughs> a rock uh, band. Yeah. A rock, the rock band Oingo yeah. Boingo. That famous. Uh, rock band filled with trumpets and saxophones <laughs> and so forth. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, he's, he's clearly yeah. he's, he's done so. He's, I mean, we'll probably end up. We don't often do music episodes, if ever. But mm. I feel like we should definitely do one on like the work of John Williams, okay, and right. it'd be a lot of us describing something and going, "Yeah, that's a good one, isn't it?" <laughs> yeah, we can't play it for various licensing purposes, but yeah, uh, but we can hum it. <laughs> which is that. Beetlejuice. Oh, Beetlejuice. Did he do that? I don't know. Was that Danny That Elfman? was Danny <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Great. Let's quickly talk about Lightyear, though, because it massively underperformed. I think mm. it's only at about, or oh, as of like Friday, uh, but like 100 million worldwide. 100 million? Yeah, 200 million budget. That's Some people are saying it's because it's too woke. I would mm. say because it's just not really a, a great kids movie. <laughs> do you think it's because uh, Chris Evans' iPhone 6 finally packed in publicly and, oh, and people were dismayed yeah. by that and they're like, well, he probably... You know, he probably didn't bring his for the full weight of his performance. How was he running a six? Like I was running a six to like 2014, 2015, and it was struggling. Mm. Yeah. What probably happens is he sends text to an assistant who has a modern phone and then that, that assistant like does modern day phone stuff. Yeah, you might be right. Actually, I think I had it longer than that. I think I had it maybe even 2017, 2018, Mason. Whoa. What are years and what are phones? Right. Anyway, I, uh, so Buzz like, look, I think it's also one of those things where I think it's like a number of reasons. I don't really think it's that tiny moment that I nearly missed mm. where two women kiss. I mean, they had, there, was a, there was a similar kind of tiny scene in Multiverse of Madness, and that's like a $900 million plus that's movie, true. you know? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, whatever. I think it's like the last two Pixar movies have gone to streaming. I think yeah. it's probably going to do, do well on, you know, on Disney+. Plus. It's also confusing as to what it is. I asked Claire, I'm like, what do you think this is about? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, it's the movie that Andy watched when he was a boy that inspired him to get the Buzz Lightyear action figure. And so it's the uh-huh, origin uh-huh. story of the action figure but as an actual movie. And she's like, what? Okay, but do you think that the general public cares about that? Because I feel like if you just said, there's a Buzz Lightyear movie. Oh, Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story? Yep. Yeah, maybe like call it. People are either going to see it or not. They don't, I, don't think they, I don't think they're going to go, okay, but it's the toys are going to be the toy. Whereas the toy, I think they'd go, yeah, I guess maybe that's I'll true. see it or not. Yeah. You know, or maybe you, they should have called it Buzz Lightyear, the character from Toy Story. Right? Yeah. A Toy Story story. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was the thing that Tim Allen didn't come back. I don't, I don't think it's that. No, I don't think it's that either. Yeah. I mean, is it because families who would normally take who in years past would have taken their kids to this kind of movie have gotten used to the fact that they appear on Disney Plus. Yeah. Like the last two are like and they can just go, well, do you want to watch Turning Red again or whatever? Yeah. And they go, yes, and then it, it saves them a trip to the cinema. Maybe. Yeah, I think also when like four Toy Story movies already exist on Disney Plus plus all the extras, mm. maybe you're just like, they can watch Toy Story at home, I'm not. Yeah. Take them to fucking Minions too whenever that comes out. <laughs> Let me ask you this question about Minions. I'm ready. Here we go. So on the, all the billboards and stuff, there's like four different Minions. There's like one with one eye yep. and there's one, there's a tall one and a short one and a fourth one. I yes. don't know. Uh, maybe it's a girl one. Are they individual characters or does or does Steve Carell just like extrude a new Minion whenever he needs one out of a pipe? No, they're in, uh, he doesn't. He didn't create them. They oh. already existed. And if oh. you've watched Minions, the origin movie – uh, they existed like at the dawn of time. 
And they've been looking for a master. They've been wearing goggles since the dawn of time? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was like a fern <laughs> goggle. Maybe a fern point. goggle, sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're, they're not – I know they're kind of memed to death by boomers uh-huh. and like it's – people are kind of like, I hate these. They're, <laughs> like they're not – they're pretty good movies okay. really for kids' movies. They're right. pretty fun, yeah. But like so the four minions, they're specific ones. And people yeah, there's go, like oh, Kevin the... and the other uh, one right, and whatever. Right, right, okay. I know there's only – I can't remember the other names. Okay, the other but there's ones. definitely a Kevin. They have names okay. and goggles. That's and terrific. fern goggles. Do you think Kevin is named after Kevin Bacon? He's named after Kevin Rudd, former Australian Prime Minister. That's terrific. That yeah. made, And the timeline works out there as well. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh, this is by Deadline. It says that Lee Winnell is in negotiations. Lee Winnell, of course, recently did The Invisible Man. Mm. Uh, he also left The Wolfman recently because he's just like, what's a dead franchise that I can fiddle around with? Sure. What's the uh-huh. dark universe? Mm. You can fuck around with that. That's Nobody right. Nobody <laughs> well, speaking if it doesn't work, <laughs> they just throw it on the pile and then whenever anybody reminisces about the dark universe, they confuse your movie with <laughs> another one that – it's like Robin Hood movies or King Arthur movies. Exactly. People are like, oh, my God, that last one sucked. Who made it? I don't know. Yeah. And Guy the, Ritchie? Do you mean, yeah, the last one or the – Last, last one. Yeah, the Russell Crowe one or the mm. Taron Egerton one. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, he's going to be directing The Green Hornet and Cato – the movie. Whoa. Now, we got a Michael Gondry version of that with Seth Rogen and... Jay Chow? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that movie. And Christoph Waltz is in Oh, yeah. Well. He's the, he was this... I was after yeah, yeah. he'd done that thing that people liked him in. But... Uh, what it's it, okay. Yeah, and so whatever Seth Rogen's character's name is, Brit or Brett or Brick or something. Brack. He's like... Steve Brax. He was named after the oh, Victorian Labour Premier Steve Brax. Oh, Steve my Brax. God. <laughs> The timeline lines up. Timeline lines up. But he was like, you know, like a, a like a useless playboy kind of character and then... <laughs> you got the Batman Arkham fighting skills. Yeah, yeah, From, yeah. from Kato, who we fought From watching with. the Arkham games. So famously, uh, Bruce Lee played him. Well, yeah, we saw that, true. of course, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, Bruce Lee played Kato and then some other guy played... Yeah, some other Brit guy. Brick. Uh, Brit <laughs> Brickland. Steve Brax. Steve Brax. Yeah, but... Brit uh, Reed. Yeah. A wealthy newspaper publisher and the masked crime fighter known as the Green Hornet. Cameron Diaz was in it as well. Anyway, I remember it being fine but not great. But David the... Harbour is in it. Is he? Says that here. So Michael... Edward James Almost. Almost? Ed, he was almost in it. Wow, there you go. Mm. Yeah, so the director... cast. Yeah, so the director of this, he did like Be Kind, re- Rewind and, and things yeah. like that. And so... Yeah, I, I, and he does... He's known for like really incredible, you know, physical... Like props and recreate and and you know like they'll sweep through a shot and they'll pull things back and it yeah, looks like it's yeah, done yeah, digitally yeah, yeah. but it's actually a really complicated yeah well he did um, Eternal Sunshine yeah exactly well. so that's a very good example of and that. a lot of move music videos I think yeah mm. so they I, I remember they they kind of the studio like wrestled a lot of like power away from him and it kind of became this whatever movie yes. but <laughs> I think it's it's a look it's there could be some there's definitely something here i think yes that could be good yeah. and maybe you'd cast the guy who was bruce lee in once upon a time in hollywood oh sure yeah. whoever that guy is whose mm. name i don't know mm. but yeah okay do it i love this trend of him resurrecting things that nobody cares about and that have failed yeah and that might be good i <laughs> and mean it might be good yeah you know, so i guess the here's i mean the question as to whether or not it would be good mm. is what company currently owns the green hornet oh wow i'm going to look it up because it might be dynamite or something, um, but I think it's more important like what the what studio. Has what it, studio? Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's oh, it's Sony. Sony. Yeah, it's Sony. So. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they do some okay things. Do they? But I feel like this is a small enough property where they just be like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the the question becomes, and also it's a hero. Yeah. So at the very least, 
the hero can do superhero stuff. Yes. As opposed to, oh, here's one bit of news, James. Uh, okay. Is it Sony Craven news? Yeah, it's, it's James, it's Spum news. <laughs> Spum's back in the news. The Sony Pictures universe of Marvel movies. Thank God. And here's uh, uh, there's been an interview with Aaron Taylor Johnson. Was this via Variety? This is from Polygon.com, but it's probably from Variety. <laughs> sure. They've repackaged it. it. They've repackaged it from Variety. Well, we do that. That's true. So uh, the actor who stars as Craven the Hunter in Sony's upcoming movie revealed more information about the film at the Cine Europe conference. Oh, did you go to that this yeah, year? Yeah, I was there. That's, that's why was, was it? That's why I'm late or early. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Time differences. Yeah. I was very European. Was it? Very what kind, of, what kind of breads did they have? They're that swirly bread? Yeah. You know, it looks like two different types yeah, of yeah. bread in a loaf yeah, yeah. of bread. What, you know, Marbled bread. Whatever kind of bread you don't have in this house, that's the kind of bread they had. I don't eat bread, Mason. Well, they had every kind of bread. Oh, my God. Just a, <laughs> just a steaming big table of bread. Just a big wooden table of bread. And, uh, yeah, good bread. That sounds great. It was great. Maybe actually. next time you could get me an invite. What are you? What are you gonna? You stand around the bread table and not eat. I'll the eat bread? the bread. I eat bread, Mason. I was joking, and I'll yeah. definitely eat a good bread on like like I don't want waste calories on just eating bread, mm, like so just you, pointless bread. So I'll you, eat. I want good bread. No, but I see what what would happen there. I think is you wouldn't appreciate the really good bread because you don't spend the remainder of the year like me eating <laughs> terrible bread, just the worst <laughs> processed bread. So I think that'd be could a waste eat, of an invite. Could I eat a slice of terrible bread before I eat the good bread? Yes. Could I could keep it in my pocket on you the could plate? Do that, yes. Just and you have a nice piece of warm squished. <laughs> Bad bread, <laughs> and you can eat it beforehand. Yes, you could. Right. <laughs> okay. So Taylor Johnson uh, at Cine Europe, which I was yep. at, yeah, had all sorts of gelato and breads. Yeah, and bread, we bread and gelato, little espresso. Yeah, everybody had a little espresso. <laughs> everybody. Aaron Taylor Johnson took a little sip of his little espresso. I don't it drink says coffee. Here. I don't think I would appreciate. Anyway, yeah. so we go on. <laughs> we can, you can keep a cup of Seven Eleven coffee. <laughs> Like in my start, top pocket, top pocket of my polo shirt. And you can keep it in there and you can sip a, have a big swig of cold coffee before you have a good one. <laughs> anyway, he sipped his little espresso and he describes Craven as one of Marvel's most iconic, notorious anti-heroes, Spider-Man's number one rival. I would not disagree with that. Anti-hero? That I would, yeah. I, a character he found particularly interesting because he doesn't have any superpowers. He's just a hunter, a human with conviction, an animal lover, and a protector of the natural world. He's a very, very cool character. Now, you uh, you just kind of brushed past something in there, though. What's that? And that's about he's an animal lover and a protector of the natural yeah, world. Yeah, there we go, yes. Because my memory of him, if I go into my mind, go I'm into like, mind what am I looking at? You. You're looking at bread. Yeah, I'm looking. Wishing I'll push that, that aside. Okay. <laughs> you know, like Sherlock. <laughs> no time for bread. <laughs> And he's wearing a big lion-faced vest. Yes. So what are they going to make it? Bloody tofu? Bloody kale vest, He's going to have Mason? a bloody kale vest, mate. <laughs> I mean, there, there are... I, I, yeah, that's the absolutely insane part of this. Yeah. I don't know if it was pitched to Aaron. I wonder if Aaron Taylor-Johnson is like a vegetarian. And you know, what, you know what I think it is? Yes. Sony... The Sony Spider-Man villains aren't actually villains. Oh, yeah, no, for Because sure. they're trying to make a hero universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. I wonder if... They can't have a guy shoot no. a bunch of lions and then be like, I'm a good guy. Do you think Do you think they've pitched it to Taylor Johnson as he's a hero and he's an animal lover and yes. all this sort of stuff? Yeah, I think most likely. Mm. But, yeah, like the whole premise, look, I, I, I don't, I, we've talked about this before and I don't want to beat a, a dead horse, a yep. thing that Aaron Taylor Johnson's Craven the Hunter would never do because of how much he loves animals. <laughs> but the whole vibe of, of, of Craven the Hunter, he does have a dead lion's face on his chest. He... He's killed every. He's bored. He's, ki- he's killed every 
big game in the world with his bare hands. Yeah. And he's and he, there is no more challenge. And the reason he wants the reason he's Spider-Man's number one rival is because he wants to kill Spider-Man because Spider-Man is the most dangerous game. Yes. Uh, Russell Crowe's in this. But he's also Zeus. He's also Zeus. And those yeah. universes might be connected. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But it's yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Okay. They they're like, yeah, well let's make let's try to make this guy a good guy. Why why in this universe then is he Spider-Man's number one rival? Are they yeah. rivals in terms of crime fighting? Are they are they both doing too many good deeds and crime fights? Yeah, they're saving so many animals each. It's going to be a saving animals contest. Oh, that sounds terrific. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, anything can work, obviously. But, but I Sony just, has a bad. I, I don't like that. this trend of Sony just being like, but actually, he's a good guy. Just yeah. make him a bad guy. Make yeah. him a guy who shoots lions. Or That's even, <laughs> yeah, even. Why aren't they? Why isn't there a Prowler solo movie? At least he's. Yeah. They've got. They've got form. He's in. The yep. uh, Spider Verse movie and in the video game, just and he's you know in in a, in the mainstream Marvel universe, he's a former villain turned hero. At least there's precedent there, and maybe some storylines that yeah. they could mine from. Exactly. But, but what are you doing? Come on. So the direct- right. What's the vest gonna be? I, uh, not, well, maybe- we've seen the onset. Well, I've got a quote here, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you've because you've probably seen this. Isn't the, isn't the onset photos? You just wearing like a white button up shirt. And yeah. He's running down the street in a furry coat or whatever. It yeah. says. Uh, and he, this is another quote from this event, uh, which you would have heard because you were there. Uh, this one is shot. And in I was top- too busy stuffing my ears with bread. <laughs> Why? Yeah, well, I've got to, it's, it's Europe. I filled up my pockets with bread. I didn't have enough room for more bread. So. Fair enough. Uh, this one is shot entirely on location. Ooh, very impressive. Mm. That doesn't really mean anything. Uh, you know, in New York City, baby. Yeah, I guess it is. But like, if he's not, if he's a good guy and he's saving animals, he's not fighting Spider Man. What are we? What is this? And what's the? Where's the? I don't care any about any other things, James. How's he get the vest? Is his father? You know, it's, I bet it's his I father's think Russell vest. Plays his father. I bet it's his father's vest, and his father was a big game hunter, and he killed the lion. And then at the end, he's going to put the vest on, and gonna, he's going to be like, "This is a reminder for me to love all the animals." Oh God, he's playing. His father's playing Nikolai Craven. Okay. So I guess it's his father. I guess I'm assuming. Right. Well. I love movies, and I will never stop loving movies, even movies which will be bad. Though the director of this, <laughs> yes. uh, he did the movie A Most Violent Year, which is apparently a very good movie, okay. which I haven't seen. But he also did Triple Frontier, which is a movie I also saw for Netflix, and it was fine. That's so, terrific. Is yeah. that, does that have a Brolin in it? Uh, maybe. Brolin. It's got um, Ben Affleck in it. Terrific. And the guy from The Predator. He's oh. in Wolverine with a robot hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, Oscar yeah, Isaac yeah. is in it, I think, as well. There it's a go. really good cast. It's got that classic thing, which I love of Netflix. There's a new one at the moment, which is Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson. It's like two great actors who are mates in a boring movie. Terrific, yes. The Rock and Ryan yeah. Reynolds. The Rock and Kevin Hart. The Rock and Kevin Hart. You know, all of these movies. They're just, they're the Rock just, and Ryan Reynolds The Rock again. and Roll, Mason. Mm. Is there a poster in that? Two great mates, boring movie. Two great actors, boring movie. What is it, Mason? It's something like that, something isn't it? Something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Weekly Planet Posters guy will sort it out when he eventually <laughs> gets around to that. <laughs> this bit of news, Mason, Go on. is via the Christian Harloff YouTube channel. Oh, you boy. might know from the Schmoes, no? You might know him from Collider. He has a uh, scoop, it seems, but uh, to be considered a rumor that Cal Kestis. You might know from the Fallen Order video game. Yes. There's a live-action Star Wars series in the works starring Cameron Monaghan, plays Cal Kestis, and his likeness of Cal Kestis is using the video games. Uh, Apparently he's signed on, so it is happening, but no production date has been set 
I would love that. I would love it also. And I mean, they could do all of the uh, you know all of the action sequences they did in that game yes. in live action, but they already did that in Obi Wan. So mm. They're going to have to think of new <laughs> ideas. True. Do you think if this comes to fruition, do you think it'll just be a retelling of the video game, or do you no. think it'll be a new? I think thing? it'll be a further adventure of because right. that's how they do it. You know what I mean? They they kind of don't really double double do a thing. Mm. So except for Obi Wan, which did a lot of the things that. The game did. Correct, yes. Uh, but no, I, I think he's great. And, you know, I, I actually, we follow each other on Twitter, so I could message him and be like, tell me if this is true. Tell me the truth. <laughs> but I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't dare put him in such a predicament, Mason. Mm. But I hope this is true because those games are great. Well, the, actually, the first one's great and the new one's coming out next year. Is that right? We cannot say. We cannot say and we, we could ask him. Say. You, could, you could ask your oh, friend yeah. Cameron Mike. Like, tell me where that game is. Give me a copy now. This is why you don't follow people because they message you these things <laughs> of the reason. Yeah. You know when you do that, follow somebody and then they send you a weird message, you're like, oh, have you ever had that happen? No, to you? I don't think so. Yeah. Anyways. Name names, Jeff. Tell me who tell me who you, <laughs> tell me who you followed you and then they send you a weird message, Jeff. Actually, well, it hasn't happened to be in a, in a long time, I should say. So I've, I've recently been talking to you over DMs. I'm just thinking if someone's listening to this and be like, is that me? It's not you. If, you, if, you're, if you're self-aware <laughs> enough to be like, is that me? It's definitely not okay, you. Okay, right. Yeah. If you're like, that couldn't be me. It's you. <laughs> it's you. Uh, great, Mason. Do you, like, do you like Game of Thrones? No. Great. Uh, so this is via George R. R. Martin's blog. Oh. Uh, so here we go. They asked him, uh, this is about the, they didn't ask him. He told us about his involvement in the, in what's com- coming up. Mm. He said, and he said for the Jon Snow show, mm. he said, I am involved just as I am with the Game of Thrones prequel in the works, uh, the Hedge Knight and the Sea Snake and the 10,000 Ships and all the animated shows. <laughs> He's just saying things at random now, I think. <laughs> oh, 10. And the duck gun. He's saying, he, say, he says and 10. And the boat with legs. Oh, there's 10 ships and people are like, not very impressive. 10,000 ships. <laughs> And the Maid Fields. Maid Fields. <laughs> and the Dragon's Breath next brother. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, same. It's a prequel, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Kit's team have visited me in Santa Fe and worked with me and my own team uh, of brilliant, talented writer consultants uh, to hammer out the show. This this man will do literally anything to not write a book. Absolutely. <laughs> Just the ma- like It's that night before kind of something's due and you're like, Maybe I'll clean the house. Mm. Maybe I'll put it's, some it's washing also, on. It's, you know what? And it, it's probably also the equivalent of like when you make uh, when you make a like a you're going to meet a friend or something, and you you're like oh, I actually don't want to leave the house today. Oh, I don't want to leave the house today. I don't want to leave the house. Maybe I could find, come up with an excuse. Maybe I could say I'm sick, and then they get you get a text. It's like oh, sir, I'm sick. I can't make it. And you're like yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It's that. He's like yeah. oh God, I got to announce. I got to announce the book. When's the book? Oh, then another project. Excellent. I'm involved in that. I'm involved in they came to me actually. <laughs> I didn't ring them desperately asking to be involved. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry if you love those books. You're never going to read them. Yep. When was the last one? 2011 or something? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, great. Good stuff. <laughs> do, you, do you think it's uh yeah, let's do this is this is Marvel Corner, Mason. Oh yeah. Two mates. We two, always wait, had Marvel on, Corner. On. Two popular well-known actors who got a really big paycheck, which then cut the budget of the entire project for this Netflix movie that isn't very good. You're gonna so, have to narrow it down. <laughs> I'm just doing oh, that's a poster. The poster. I'm okay, still right, workshopping right, right. it. Okay, right. There's something there, Mason. Yeah, there sure is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two famous guys, boring movie, something like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both holding guns. Mm. Yeah. One's what? wearing a hat. One guy on, he's also in Marvel movies and there's a poster and it's another Amazon show that he's on. 
<laughs> and there's two people wearing baseball caps and one person not wearing a baseball cap and it's got a really vague name. Yeah, one of them's sort of... It's a Chris Pratt show. It's a Chris out. Pratt show or whatever. <laughs> one of them's sort of like wearing a Hawaiian shirt with a singlet underneath, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like Max Payne 4, like that kind of look. One guy's all tactical. One guy's tactical. Hang on, I'll find it. I'll find one it. might be Jamie Foxx. Nice. But not always. It's called The Terminal List. <laughs> yes, I haven't watched The Terminal oh, It's not list. out yet, I don't think. Well, that's probably why I haven't watched it. Well, it's based on a it's soon to be a TV series from it's a novel by Jack Carr. If you like Vince Flynn, you'll love this. I says. don't I don't that's know. What, what the poster says. What, what's it's a Jack, Vince Flynn? I don't know if Oh my god, this oh everything <laughs> about this I love. If you just Google the terminal list, it comes up. It's the first it's one of the first results. It's I guess it's the cover for the book. Yep. But I, it's impossible to tell who wrote this or who's in it <laughs> because they all have action movie sounding names. So the author's name is Jack Carr. Yeah. So that's not the name of the book. And if you like Vince Flynn, <laughs> I, you'll love this. But is Vince Flynn a character or is he also an author? Yeah. But then it says. <laughs> also, is that like Jack Carr as in like the act, the, the, the hero's name? It, Jack Carr in the terminal list. No, no. Jack Carr, I think, is the author. Okay. Name. I don't know what the character's name is. But then. Uh, but then there's a there's a pull quote. It says, "So powerful, so pulse pounding, so well written. Rarely do you read a debut novel this damn good." And that's from Brad Thor, <laughs> and he's a number one New York Times bestselling author. So oh, they're that, all getting into this. That we know. Yeah, like that. Brad, that guy, Brad Thor, the only person on the book who it's clear who they are. Yeah. Well, and this guy, he's got a he's 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 sort of standing moodily. He's got a big coat on. He's running down some. Why, they might be tram tracks. Wow. Right? Maybe he's in Europe. You want to keep him vague on the cover so then you can change the cover for when the Chris Pratt show comes out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Based on the series that you didn't like very much. Based on the series your dad recommended to you. Brad Thor's loving it. (laughs) Anyway, I could never write a book or make a show, so I don't know why I'm making fun of these people. Because we can. Because we can. All right, let's move it along. It's Marvel Corner, Mason. Oh, Joe Courtney's in it. Oh, there you go. So Marvel's Multiverse of Madness is now streaming. There's a dog at the the goddamn door. This is Chaos Week, Mason. Oh, she had a bath. Oh, that's why you don't stink as badly. Mm. You still stink a bit. I like to think that I still stink. Yeah. yeah, Thanks. Thank you so much. Okay, she's running away. All right, Ollie, you got to go out. (laughs) Ollie, I have to go away for the weekend. You you have to record the podcast. You're so fragrant, Ollie. Bye, Ollie. Look now, I'm a dog. Oh, you're covered in dog hair now because it's a wet dog. It's a wet dog. You idiot, Mason. Uh, anyways, so it's streaming. I didn't know it was streaming so soon, but it's out if you wanted to watch it on Disney Plus for free, Mason. I've already forgot what we Multiverse of Madness. Oh, yeah, it is too. Yeah, I yeah. looked that up and I'm like, oh, this is probably going to be $24.99 or whatever. But it's free. It's free. Mm. You don't need to cost you any money. Uh, no cost. No cost you any money. So... There's been some behind-the-scenes stuff that has been put up, including, like, blooper reels and whatever. Uh-huh. But the thing that stuck out to me was that that black bolt suit yes. is entirely CGI. It is. Um, uh, Anson Mount was wearing the, the 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 dot suit. I guess it's cheaper and easier to hide if you don't have to spend months, like, designing and That's fitting true, a suit. Yeah. And then he has to be a certain shape and you can't lose or gain weight. Yeah, yeah, Because it looks very form-fitting. And looking back at it in that mask, it's so snug to his head that it's kind of obvious now that it would have to be CGI. And it's sort of invariable that he would step out for a minute to to have a bloody smoker at the back of the studio or whatever and somebody snaps a photo and then it's clean spoiled. That's interesting. But what is also interesting as well, I don't know if this is in the – second uh, bit of news. Well, it's not a second bit of news, but I think it's interesting that – 
in addition to that, there was a lot of practical makeup effects. And the guy, yeah. I don't have the name here. It's like Brad something or other, but I'll find. He's it. done like he did like the Green Knight. Yeah, and he a did bunch Vecna. Of, he's done he Vecna, Vecna and yeah. Stranger Things. You he watched did. that yet? No, no, yeah. You should watch it because the season finale is coming up, and we should probably cover it. I guess. Yeah, very good. Mm. Uh, yeah, he did that. He did the Green Knight. He did all the horrible zombie, the zombie makeup for Zombie Strange. Yeah, he's, he's killing it. That guy. Do you like him? Yes. Okay. That's all I have to say. Same. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go to Twitter and look up Brad makeup and okay. see if it comes up. Brad makeup. Brad makeup. No, no, no. You might be getting into the, like the YouTube makeup sphere. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, then it's just people screaming at each other, just being real catty to each other, Mason. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's your boy Brad makeup. <laughs> This is a video I'm trying to cancel another makeup guy. <laughs> they do that. It's yeah, mostly yeah. try to cancel each other and mm. they're all awful. And that's what I love about it. You know what else I love, Mason? What do you love? I love that we did a Thor Ragnarok commentary. It's oh, now live too, yeah. at bigsandwich.co uh, leading up to the new movie, obviously. So if you do it, it's like our private Patreon if you don't know. There's a huge back catalogue of other stuff if you are interested. Uh, we're also starting Thor for Caravan and Garbage this week on Tuesday. But... The Thor Love and Thunder reactions are in Mason. Oh, they just, did, just oh, sorry, on. Barry Gower is the Barry Gower. He did Vecna. He did the Green Knight's Green Knight, that wacky Green Knight. He did the zombie makeup for Zombie Strange, and he did the uh, the Night King for Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, he did too. Yeah. That's those, those are all loves. excellent. Yeah, mm. fantastic stuff. Yes. Anyway, the reactions for the most part, Mason, very positive. And things like this is the best Marvel's ever done. I laughed till I cried, and then I cried because of a different moment when there was there was a big emotion. <laughs> oh yeah, you know? love emotion. Uh, so obviously, in this... fact, love itself is an emotion. I think. Yes, mm-hmm. I've seen uh, some people say maybe it's too funny. Like it leads into it tries to lean into the humor too okay. much. And uh, well, but... nobody wants that. Nobody loves to laugh. I hate humor. I hate laughter. I hate fun. And I hate friends. Show's over. I just realized I don't know why I do any of this. <laughs> no, but fair. <laughs> yeah, but uh. I mean, we're going to see it regardless, but obviously early days. I mean, like very, very positive word of mouth is is good, mm-hmm, but uh, we'll see. Yes. You know? Cold, there's, hard reality there's so much. There's so much free it's hot real, bread yeah, that that's these true. events. Yeah, you, you can't trust people once they're full of bread, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Go, to, go, on a, go on a Friday night, your local terrible cinema plex, and see how much you like it then with screaming kids. and Barely any bread. Kicking back, kicking the back of your chair, Exactly. Drop your popcorn all over yourself, and then you got to pick it up. You tip your drink into your lap, <laughs> and you're sitting there, and some teen is like, "Hey, nice popcorn," and you're like, "But you also have popcorn." And they're like, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, he's coming to the core, this kid." Oh, no, how do they do it? Ah. How do they do it? I don't know. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. A lot of it was also filmed on like green screen in the volume because it was filmed like right in lockdown. Yeah, so I. I I've seen some like, you know, some scenes have been released online this week, and some of it looks pretty, pretty, pretty ropey. It sure, but, does. you know. Then again, it's different and whatever. And when there's not all the compression yeah. for what, what is is it? Would you say it's the Mandalorian that is considered generally to be like the best use of the volume? Yeah, I think so. I think it, I believe it might be the cinematographer who's responsible for that, and absolutely. And who's decide? And and it's I guess it's like any emerging technology where the first people to use it are go okay. Well, the best way, the best things we can film on this are like sort of approaching twilight time, you know, yeah. and you know, just sort of the near dark kind of look. That's how it looks the best. Mm. And they've gone, okay, well, let's do a lot of scenes in this show that are sort of around that time. Or let's like, stack up a bunch of crates as well. Let's stack up some crates. Crates yeah. look great in the volume. Mm. But then later people are like, well, we could do any time of day with this. And it's like, well, can you? Yeah. I think there's some really clever uses of, of any mm. time of day. One of my favorite ones is when – 
they're in Boba Fett's ship in season two of The Mandalorian. Uh-huh. And you know how it does, like, it tilts up, it uh-huh. flies like vertical. And you see that from the inside, and the whole wall is kind of like yeah, yeah, rolling yeah. up behind them. We also saw in the book of Boba Fett where, and I think this is the, I think this is the volume where the Mandalorian episodes where he's walking down that street and he steps into the elevator. Oh, yeah. And then he, like, goes to a different level and it's all, like, one shot. I'm pretty sure that's all the volume yeah, as well. Yeah, there you go, right. So it can be done. And, I mean, also... You just, gonna, you just need to think yeah. about it. And also, well, well. <laughs> but also I think Twitter is very good at picking the absolute worst frame of anything and going, that's oh, this, the whole movie's going to be like this. This is terrible. I'm going to hide it. I yeah, everything. I'll kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so on. Great. Uh, Mason, uh, this is by Games Radar. Radar? Radar? Games Radar. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't know you meant Games Radar. Yeah. Games Radar, for anyone paying attention. Like, you you know I'm an idiot. You don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying Games Radar. Uh, This is by Kevin Feige. He says, and as we're nearing the end of phase four. he's named after that minion. Oh, he might be. Feige. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feige. (laughs) The the time's worked, you know. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. As we're nearing the end of phase four, I was about to say, are we? <laughs> yeah. I thought, didn't Phase 4 just get started? Yeah. Or it hasn't started? But then again, there's been a million shows also. There's been a million shows. Maybe this was the phase of shows. Yeah. Mm. I think people will start to see where the next saga is going. I think there have been many clues already that are at least apparent to me of where the whole saga is going. But we'll be, but we'll be a little more direct. <laughs> Funny people's like, where do you think the saga yeah, is going? It sounds like he's fishing. Old fishing Feige here is like, I think you'll... If you look really closely at all the yeah. stuff in the background and look at all the corners and stuff, I think you and maybe like maybe you like screenshot yeah. like a background and you can draw some lines. I reckon you could pretty yeah. pretty confidently say where this you one's going. You could even send any ideas that you might have to my email. <laughs> I think I think I mean because some people say we couldn't top the whole you know the Infinity Saga and it was just a whole thing and the whole real quest for all the stones and stuff. But I think. If you look real hard, you could probably find something that's way better than that. <laughs> and I know what it is, but maybe you could tell. What I know, I'm not going to do a competition where you should guess what it is. <laughs> no prizes. <laughs> you can have one of my hats. <laughs> uh, we'll be a little bit more direct about that in the coming months to set a plan so audiences who want to see the bigger picture can see a tiny, tiny, tiny bit more of the roadmap. I still think it's big battle planet dimension time. Mm, yeah, is that yeah. one called? Secret, Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Yeah. I think they're doing that. Could be Secret Wars, yeah. It is Secret Wars, Mason. They're doing all the multi-dimensional stuff. They've introduced variants and all sorts yeah. of shit. TV and movies, it's Do you think they're saving some anytime, you know, there's there is a, a multiverse of madness or there is a you know Spider-Man No Way Home or what have you, some people are like, what about this guy? Why isn't he in it? Yeah. Do you think they're saving some of those guys? I think so. Secret yeah. Wars? Do you think we're gonna get like 1970s Nicholas Hammond yes. Spider-Man um, I don't in, know if yes, in, in Secret Wars and he's like, I don't know what's happening here? I'm white no, I my powers have dwindled dramatically. Mm. <laughs> don't make me do this. Yeah. Don't make me fight Toby Maguire. My acting powers. I've never had to act against this much green screen ever. <laughs> That's probably true. Please don't make me do this. Yeah. It would be weird if they were just like, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's like it's, it's Morland. The bad guy's Morland or whatever. Yeah, just right. like somebody completely irrelevant. Morland City Council. It's, uh, it's, it's Age of Ultron again. Ultron's back. Yeah. <laughs> All that dimensional stuff was a red herring. Anyways, great stuff, Mason. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects. Do you know what else I think might be great stuff? 
Let's talk about the Umbrella Academy. Yes. No spoilers, Mason. For season three. <laughs> you got really upset then. You were like, ugh. But you haven't even finished it. <laughs> I haven't it. finished it. How far are you in? A couple episodes. A couple episodes. Uh, what do you think the story was? Oh, okay. By the oh, way. There's a lot of build up for this, isn't there? Poor recap. Really vague on the. Oh, but there's so much to it. That's the, you yeah, mean on Netflix when it yeah. goes previously. It's like, it's well, like had two seasons this, to cover. I'm like, what the fuck is. I, I don't. What? There's the- so much to cover. Okay, so how far do we want to go back? Okay, so the Umbrella Academy is about. Uh, in in one particular day in the late 80s, a bunch of women spontaneously became pregnant and gave birth to children. Yep. And there was this guy called Arthur Hargraves? Mr. Hargraves. Mr. Hargraves, uh, who was a sort of eccentric adventurer uh, scientist. And by eccentric, I mean awful. Yeah. Uh, and he attempted- We could spoil previous seasons, right? I think so, right. He's an alien. Yes. Uh, and he acquired- he acquired uh, as many of these children as he could, seven yep. children, and they, they all developed weird superpowers and yep. he sort of turned them into a, a superhero team and then he died. Oh, one of the team members died and then the team broke up and they didn't, you know, they didn't. They never, you know, they're, they're a family that didn't always get along yeah. and then they reconvened at his funeral at the start of season one and then in, in seasons prior to this they've done all sorts of weird crazy stuff involving time and dimension travel. They... Were trapped in the '60s for a while. They, maybe one of them killed JFK. Yeah. Or maybe that's just the comic books. They averted two different apocalypses yeah, yeah, that yeah. are linked. Yes, I think. And then at the end of the last season, they came back to the present day, only to discover that uh, the Umbrella Academy never existed, and uh, instead, <laughs> instead, some uh, Hargraves acquired different children yep. and started the Sparrow Academy. So now it's the Sparrow Academy versus the Umbrella Academy. And how's that all going to – how's that going to work That's out? Right. You know what I mean? And the Sparrow Academy are basically – so all the children that were born on this day spontaneously, so people who weren't pregnant suddenly became pregnant and then gave birth. He basically – he saw the Umbrella Academy in the past and decided – When, well, they, when did, he, he met them, in yeah. the, they went to him for help in the 60s. Yeah. And he's like, oh, these guys suck – Classic Hargreaves, instead of being like, maybe it's because I raised them really badly. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, it's probably because I just didn't purchase the correct children. Yes. Uh, and so he, he got – Well, the he other still ones. got – Yeah, he got yeah. – So how many – So the the the, the scroll the, – the, the opening narration suggests there were 16 children born on that day. Mm. How many has there been? Because oh, there's the ori- – So there's the original seven. Yeah. But then the new team – has been on it. Yes. Who so was also in the original, the original team. So there's that's, been so that's thirteen. Yeah. Right? So there's seven and six. Super strong guy, crow's woman, woman with uh <laughs> magnetic lifty uppy powers. Guy who can redirect force. Yep. A box. A, yeah. <laughs> a floating box and hallucinogenic spitting woman. Yeah. So that's six. So you yeah, say thirteen. Ben? I said yeah. Okay. I so think, that so that means there's three left. Have we seen them? I don't Were they in previous so? seasons? No, not to my knowledge. Interesting. Yeah. That might come into play, unless we've missed some. We've definitely missed some. Yeah. Because, again, it was so – like that recap, there was so much going on in that. Yes, Just, it was not helpful at all. <laughs> I mean, it was helpful in the sense that it, it, I feel it – I, I don't know. I felt it, go, it gets you back into the vibe of the show. Oh, that? The show. Sure. Which is just insanity. I mean, if you're going for vibes, sure. Yeah. I mean, you could have just spun a big wheel with some colors on it if you wanted a vibe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but yeah. anyway, I, I still think this show is a lot of fun. I I've always went back – again, I only had time to watch two, yeah. but – this is maybe one. This is absolutely. This is indisputably one of my favorite superhero properties. Yeah, right. Like in terms of movie or TV, I don't know if it's my absolute favorite, but yeah, it's, like it is easily up there with with some of the best. It's just, it's just a fun dynamic. All the cast are really fun. Yeah, they work well together. I saw a video this week. It was like you know a 
Variety or BuzzFeed or something like that, where a bunch of the cast got together and did a quiz together, mm. and they clearly enjoy spending time together and and, and oh, that's all fun. that sort of stuff. So, and I think that comes through on the show. Yeah, no, I, I'd agree with that. I yeah, I I think you're not wrong in that sense. I also think that this season takes too long to get get going on what the thing is. Oh, uh, and and when it does, I'm like, oh, I like this. This is this is all good. And and not to say that I didn't enjoy it up to you figure out what is happening because. Okay. The real appeal of this show for me is all the different the people in it. It's got that real appeal. It's got that real appeal. And by mm. the way, I like you know a lot of shows on Netflix don't look like this anymore. They don't they don't make stuff like this anymore because it looks like something. Because it looks like something, and it costs a lot of money. And I think the only reason they still make things like this is because they'd already made previous seasons. I would not. But be that su- wouldn't stop them from canceling. No, this one, so. I would be. I would genuinely be surprised if they continue this. Mm. They should because it's because it's good, mm-hmm. but. I, I, I think there's a good chance that this is it, unfortunately. Okay, well, without spoiling anything. No, it would not be a satisfying Great. conclusion. Right. I'm just, I'm guessing. I don't know. It would all be down to their metrics and whatever yeah. that looks like. And we, I'm, so we, we, we're not privy to any of that information. I mean, it, we're not privy to that information, but we are privy to everything Netflix has done in the last few years. Yes. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm a huge fan of the cast. Like you said, the look is incredible. Mm. You know, there's a... They, they, they're living in a weird hotel now, yeah. like a weird kind of, you know. John Wick hotel uh, sort of. sort of a, a yeah, a very uh, ornate John Wick hotel. Yeah. Uh, just, and what I love about the show, I think, is that it has become more or less unmoored from the comic book adaptation or the comic book version of it, the original version. Yeah. So it can kind of go anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I, I don't know, because it's, it's Gerard Way and Gabriel Barr created mm. it originally. And I don't know if I don't know if they're actively making it different from the the comic books, or if they've just said to the production of the team, "You can change it if you want." Mm. But like, regardless, I enjoy the fact that I don't know where it's going. Yeah, and it's not you know the difference between this and like a Marvel show is that I know a Marvel show or a Marvel movie is that there will be surprises along the way for a Marvel thing. But you 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 go okay, well I know that this guy's gonna eventually this character is gonna develop into this, yeah. or you know I know how many. How many movies this person has left? Yes, exactly. I know who will or will not do a TV show. Exactly. I know. I know Steve Rogers is going to pass the torch over to the Falcon, and yeah. that's going to be a thing. And so it is. A lot of the time, it is kind of you know, it's it's a little bit paint by numbers in that sense. Mm. But this, and also the fact that there is limited uh, Umbrella Academy comic books, and I the last time I read them was so long ago that I have also forgotten. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, but but I like the fact that anybody in this can die, and yeah, we don't know. Can the world end, you know, when mm. there's no, there's no, yeah. there's no, uh, will you meet a different version of yourself and whatever, mm. or a different version of somebody else, mm. it seems. Yeah. One thing I think they handled very well, and this is not my experience, so maybe they handled it very poorly. Maybe. Well, it was Elliot Page's transition. Yes. Because at the start, you see that it, that it's Vanya, mm-hmm. and then very quickly, they kind of, and, and maybe it's a bit of a, you know, a speedy transition, but it's also, it's TV, you know, so yeah, it's right, kind uh-huh. of, I would imagine yeah. you'd want to kind of move it along. And I also think they wanted to show us, the audience, and also they wanted to show the ca- show the, the characters coming into the conclusion that it's not a big deal yeah. for them. They want to, ex- you know, because the Victor shows up in a scene mm. with, with the rest of the family and has has, has cut his hair and, and says, oh, I'm Victor, I've always yeah. been Victor, but it's taken me a long time to realise it, et cetera. And they're like, that's great, but also you're a dumbass because you did this thing earlier. So <laughs> yeah. they're just like, 
you know, we're a family and we accept that, but now let's move on with the overarching yeah. plot. And there was a little bit of, you know, like dramatic strings and yeah, and definitely. The soundtrack, yeah. And I'd imagine they went to Elliot Page and was like, how do you want to handle any yep. of this, you know? And he said awkwardly, <laughs> as awkwardly as you can. Yes. Yeah. That's what I want. But I think, yeah, the main, I think the main purpose of it was the family was just like, all right. Yeah. You know, and I think that's kind of... That, like that's Not the, the weirdest reaction. thing that's happened yeah. in this family, quite <laughs> oh, frankly. That's also true. I'm a gorilla man. <laughs> I don't know if you know. Yeah. So uh, no, I thought that was I thought that was handled, you know, r- really well. Um, there's a f- you're not up to it yet, but there's a f- there's a bunch of like fantastic use of music in it, and one of them is a Cats in the Cradle. Uh, there's the song Cats in the Cradle is played by Cat Stevens uh, with a death montage happening oh, at the no. same time, which I which I, it's very funny. It's you, oh great, you, okay. you, you, you'll enjoy it. Uh, I love a death montage. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. And on top of that, there's a few characters that appear that you that down the line that I don't want to. I guess I don't want to. Captain America. Captain America. Chris Evans. Goes, he's, looking Chris his, Evans. he's looking at his iPhone six, and he goes, and like, "What the heck? Yeah. What the heck am I doing in this show or whatever?" Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'll, I'll just say, okay. So the the monkey reappears later down yes. the line. Well, and, he's in the trailer. Yes, and okay, good. And what's a chimpanzee? But my god, that. I cannot get over how good that chimpanzee looks for a, a TV show. It doesn't make any sense. Agreed. And he's got like a different look. He's got like a biker vest and like tattoos and all that. Nice. Yeah, it's it's terrific. I guess my concern is also for this show, how many times – it's also been apparently like 28 days since the beginning of the show, like yep. in universe. So this is like – this is like um, my, I, my I feel like – the, the TV series 24. Yeah. My personal. How many times can you do a 24? Well, yeah, my personal headcanon is that every series takes place on a subsequent day. Yeah. So it's just been 13 days of him going like, oh, geez, i got another 24 days to save the world, do I? Oh, my heart stopped. Uh. Remember that season my heart stopped? Remember that season his heart <laughs> yeah, stopped? Yeah, yeah. But I mean yesterday. It's when yeah. my heart stopped. So I don't know how long they're going to be like, it's the end of the world again. Mm. Yeah, and it seems like as if that that's kind of the direction it's going to, you know, still be going in the future. I think if they do do any more seasons, I think it's just going to be one. I think right, it's. Uh-huh. I think that that will be it. There's also some some romance in it, which I really enjoy. I also some, wonder if they're going to tragedy. I also wonder if they're going to maybe. Do you think? I wonder if every time this happens, I always wonder: does the does the studio who make this can they extricate themselves from Netflix and put it on something else? I mean, I don't know why you would. Because oh, yeah. it's expensive and I don't yeah. know whether that would get people to your streaming That's platform. That's true, yeah. I think the days of that are mostly over. Remember when Community went to Yahoo? Yeah, and, sure. <laughs> and Netflix were making Curb, you're in, not Curb, um, Arrested Development for a bit. Mm, that's right. And then like, oh, and it went doesn't... to Ask Jeeves. Yeah. Had to go to askjeeves.com for Arrested Development. I mean, it, it's possible, but I think we're kind of past that period of bringing back stuff because it doesn't work for metrics. Yeah. I think. I might be wrong. Boo. Boo. I think Boo. Klaus is great, though, also. Oh, yeah, he's your fan. fave. I think, oh, maybe. He's from Misfits originally, right? Yeah, I've never seen I mean, Misfits. other things. Other but things, also. but he's, all, yeah, he's in that Britain's on Wheels, the movie. Remember? The, no. the one where about oh, London's yeah, yeah, a big yeah, yeah. city and. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, the post-apocalyptic one. I just pictured just a, a really, really boring movie about, like, logistical stuff in modern-day London. <laughs> Britain's on Wheels. <laughs> people getting on the bus. Yeah. The Britain's on Wheels. <laughs> wow. That is good stuff. Thank you. Uh, look, without going any further into any of the spoilers, I think if you've enjoyed the series or maybe if you haven't seen the series as of yet, I think it's it's really good. And yeah, I'd definitely – If you love a weird hotel and a weird lobby. Look, and, maybe, and you know, or if you're, if you're approaching – I think if you're approaching superhero burnout, yeah. which I know a lot of people are, this is a breath of fresh air, I think. And maybe give the boys a go. Yeah, sure. 
right. We haven't watched the latest episode. No, yeah. The, I'll, the, I'll talk about it briefly in what we read. Okay, but, terrific. Uh, but yeah. Mm. Great. That's not the final episode of the season. Though. No, there is at least another episode. Whoa. What are they up to? Four, five? I actually don't know. Five or six. Great. Oh, just quickly on the uh, Umbrella Academy as well. Go on. What I think was also good about the the, the Victor situation. Did you, did you find another note? I found, no, this is just something off the top of my head. Off the top of the dome. That it was just, I, 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 you know, Victor just wants to exist as a person and be treated normally. Not, You know what I mean? Just be yes. like, hey, I'm, an, I'm, a per, I'm a normal person. Could we just, just get on with it? Mm. Yeah, and I think that's reflective of a lot of people who are just like, why don't be mean for no reason. That's right. I just want to exist, you know. As opposed to us who are like, look at us. Look at us all the time. We've got a big podcast. <laughs> who else can say that? <laughs> who, who's the monkeys among us? <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah, oh, hundreds of thousands of people. All right, should we move on to the next segment of the show? Yes. If there was somebody here that could tell me what the next segment of the show is, anybody at all, uh, that would actually really help me move things along. Hang on, I'll just have a look around. Okay. He's actually pantomiming at everybody. He's doing a big look around. Oh, he's pulling up the carpet to have a look under there. <laughs> <laughs> Got my big magnifying glass out. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just Who's play, there? I'll just play whatever this theme song oh, so is. It's what we read and what we're going to read. It is actually. I'm doing the theme. Westworld? I don't know if you know this, Mason. Just uh, new season of Westworld's coming out very soon. It's coming out soon, isn't it? You seen any of the trailers? Oh uh, yeah, looks good. good. Looks great. Yeah, I've always liked that show. Some people say diminishing returns. Who said that? Us, I think. Yeah, and maybe that's true. Like the last season, I didn't love, but uh, I think I think it's going to be back on track for this new one. All right, I reckon. All right. I don't know if it's the final season, but uh, we'll find out. We'll find out, won't we? Uh, anyways, it was the famous Herogasm episode. Yeah, uh, from the boys. Now this was sort of. This was one of those concepts from the original The Boys uh, comic book that a lot of people said, oh, they'll never do this mm. uh, or they shouldn't do this. Maybe. And, uh, and the, pro- the producers of this show said we're, we're going to save this for season three. Yeah. We're going to settle people in with some normal head exploding or people going to other people's orifices or what have you. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll hit them with this. So, I, again, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. How is it? Well, I, I, maybe I'm just desensitized to the boys, but I wasn't, <laughs> and knowing that it was coming, I wasn't that shocked by. You spent so many, so much time with the boys. Exactly. Boys, boys, boys. Boys, boys, boys. Yeah. We, we talk... So this is no weirder than any I mean, night out you've spent with the boys. There's more, I mean, yeah, uh, maybe. There's more of the kind of stuff, like the, the, the gross out stuff and the, and the nudity and the gore. Okay. Then you maybe typically get an episode like condensed. Okay. But my favorite part of the episode is after. I'm not going to say who is it for, for you or whatever, but there's a big fight. And it's a really good fight. And I'm like, oh, I love this. Oh, <laughs> big fight. And it feels earned. Okay. And it, it's not just every week where. What's oh, Huey fighting his dad? Huey's fighting his just dad. Punching his dad. Yeah. Stop calling me on my phone. Stop doing a FaceTime. Just do a regular call like a regular mm. person. But they had to do it because it's Simon Pegg. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. want to say that it's Simon Pegg, don't you? Mm. Uh, but no, if you're a fan of the boys, um, I, I, <laughs> I'm also enjoying that. There are subreddits flipping out because they're like, Homelander's the bad guy. It's like, yeah, he's, he's the bad Wait, guy. Wait, what? Yeah, because they're like, because, you know, a lot, of, uh, a lot of the boys is making fun of like, like capitalism and corporation mm. and, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and certain factors of, uh, of right-wing culture. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And, and there's some but people what, what who flipped, are, what turned them, What turned them around? Like what, what specifically about, is it that? that uh, I think some of the creators have even come out and been like, yeah, he's, he's Trump. <laughs> right, but like, what specifically about this season has has made people realize that? Like, if you didn't realize it two episodes into the first season, what is it that, that... I think because they've been saying, "No, he's Trump." 
Oh, like it's not Homelander an in-show thing. Not necessarily. Okay. Yeah. Because in the last, the most recent one he I married, saw. He like, fell in love with a Nazi. I mean, he did do that, but <laughs> I mean, this, they're, the, surely they should have picked up on that. I, that's what's baffling to yeah. me, yes. Right, okay. Yeah. Well, I would love to hear some more discourse on this. No, I, no, I, I don't want to hear anything. No, no, that's, I've, I've, I've. <laughs> I made a, a bold statement there, but I don't believe in it. Uh, what else are you getting into? Well, I mentioned this to you earlier in the week, but I've watched a couple of episodes of a series that uh, it's fascinating in that it exists and I only heard about it because Rob Delaney has a small role in it. Okay. And he tweeted about it. Mm. And prior to this, I'm like, oh, and, and then I'm like, oh, that's the thing, is it? Which is what there's, there's so much stuff out there. I so would, that's just happened. Yeah. <laughs> So I watched two episodes of The Man Who Fell to Earth. Oh, you did talk about so this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on, in Australia, it's on Amazon. I think it might maybe through Power. Do you love it? It's pretty good. It's about Trump, Mason. Oh, no. <laughs> that means I love Trump. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Wait, but what, so in the 70s, David Bowie was in a movie called The Man Who Fell to Earth. I'm David Bowie. Exactly. That's every line. <laughs> so, but, uh, and he basically... It's it's I w- I've seen it, but it's not really for me. It's like meandering in a way that like seventy sci-fi se- was before 70- Star Wars. Yeah, seventy sci-fi was before Star Wars. What's well, seventy-eight? So it might have oh, been. Okay. I think seventy-eight. Well, it was like already that. in production. Yeah, before, it would have been already so. in production. Yeah, but um, he plays an alien in human form. He comes to Earth. He needs to sort of become a big-time businessman to acquire all the resources he needs to build a spaceship to take it back to his uh, home planet and save his species. Sick. And then. Uh, a lot of meandering, but then at the end of the movie, he ends up like an alcoholic and like really depressed, and right, like the yeah. world, the, the the world and humanity has has kind of ruined him. And this isn't a remake of that; it's a sequel to that. I love that. Well, it's legacy yeah, sequel. It's wild that, but it's wild that because like I don't, I'm. It's not like a movie that people are like. Oh my god, you certainly must see that. But it's like it's very significant. And Bowie didn't do that many movies. Yeah, and like I, it was. Significant to him because there's some stills from that movie. I think one of his album covers is a still from that movie. Okay. But it's interesting that this this came out with no fanfare at all. So it's a sequel, and it's it's got Chiwetel Ejiofor. Love it's got it. Naomi Harris from uh, the Bond movies. Yeah, and Chiwetel Ejiofor plays a different alien who's come to Earth. Uh, also. I'm David Bowie. He says. He says that. That's what? his only line. That's the line. thing that he says as well. Uh, and Bill Nye plays David Bowie's character from the original. Bill Nye. Oh, I was thinking the the science guy. Or no, Bill Nighy. Bill apparently it's apparently Bill Nighy pronounces his name Bill Nye. Well, too well. bad because there's already a there's Bill Nye. Bill Nye, so he has to be Bill Nighy. Um, <laughs> uh, fair enough. Yeah, and it's uh, it's uh, it's wild to me that there's there's so much stuff out there that just just out. There's yeah. like ten episodes, and and it's somebody's favorite show. Yeah, like you maybe. I don't know yet. He doesn't know everybody. Mm. Um, look, I I love to talk more about shows. Go but on. you think maybe we should go to the next segment? I mean, of the we show? have all the time in the world. We could talk about more shows, James. Look, uh, you know, I okay, fine. I'll quickly talk about this. Uh, <laughs> FD Signifier has a new video on the Manosphere. What's the Manosphere? Uh, it's basically, you know, it's that pull yourself up by a bootstraps, oh. crypto bros, self help. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's just people spewing fucking poison to to uh, to like young men in particular. And you love that? Yeah, that's what I love mm, about it. That's, that's what, what I'm thought. saying. And he he makes incredible videos. This is his second video on the Manosphere. And it's like, you know, all those, you know, like Gary V and like yeah, your Jordan right. Petersons and whatever. Mm. And I know they're all not about the same thing necessarily, but it's mostly just broken men spewing bile sure. at impressionable people. And we're broken men spewing nonsense, which is different and good. And bile. A little bit of bile. Anyways, if I've said any of those names and you're like, actually, I like those people, 
I think maybe you should watch this video. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways, go on, Mason. Oh, it's time for letters, I think. Yes. Let's do some letters. The classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you, some letters. We get some rhythm going in the show, don't we? It's like the movie Whiplash in here. It's like the movie Whiplash, but we would do that and J.K. Simmons' character would say, that is perfect tempo. That is perfect You've tempo. You've done it. Exactly. I have no notes, he would say. <laughs> Because how good that was. Can you imagine a, a mashup movie where it's Whiplash? Go on. But it's J.K. Simmons teaching the character of Whiplash from Iron Man 2 how to play the drums. And Whoa. he keeps using his big whiplashes. His big le- whiplashes. And he's like, you keep whiplashing the drum kit. You're destroying them with some sort of energy. <laughs> Do you think that that's would be- not my tempo, he would say. <laughs> Do you think that's anything? Is it at the very least a, a fun poster? <sighs> Are you trying to? Are you trying to start a, se- a second career of, as something? I don't know what it is. An Imagineer. That's what you are. You For the Weekly a... Planet posters. Yes. Right. It seems like more work than is strictly necessary. I'm not saying it has to be, but I'm saying, can you imagine it as a poster? I can imagine it. Yes. <laughs> In the letter... It is not unimaginable to me, James. In the letter segment of the show, because I am an Imagineer. That's true. You can send a Gmail to weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com to Mason or a tweet to me at hashtag weeklyplanetpod on Twitter. Sure Let's can. go, bro. This is from Anne. Hello, Anne. She says, shout out for my fiance. Whoa. Hi, guys. I was a terrible fiance this year. I bought him birthday presents and completely forgot the one thing he wanted for you to give him a shout-out on your show. Could you please help me make it up to him by giving him a shout-out? His name is Mike Parsons, and we are from Dallas. I would like to know what the presents were so we can compare whether what we're doing now is mm. better than the presents. Because what if you got oh. a good super soaker? Like right. one of a really good water pistol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. sick would that be? And that would be better than this. Especially in Dallas. It's very hot in Dallas. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. And you could fill it with cat piss and hit like someone you don't like with it. That's right. a gift, mate. That's, that's, this is not a gift. Yeah, that's very true. Anyway, uh, happy birthday. It doesn't say happy birthday. Oh, what's the shout-out for then? Just a shout-out. Well, what's the presents for? Oh, Guess it point. got him what he really wanted. Oh, that's a good point. No, that is true. Mm. Well, I don't know. Shout-out. Yeah, shout-out. Vague shout-out. Vague shout-out. Let's, let's make Congratulations. it Congratulations. Congratulations on uh, birthdays and uh, engagements and so forth. Uh, she says, I started listening to you guys because Mike would put the episodes on while we cook. Nice. I have to admit, I was skeptical at first. Right, uh, uh, but so. we're hilarious. Ooh. Her and Mike. Yeah. Great. Yeah, that's great. Anyway, that's much love from Dallas. Very. Thank you very much. This is from Lockie Quirk who says – That's a great name. I agree. I mean, Anne's name is also great. But uh, Yeah, and yeah. I mean, Lockie's, Lockie Quirk is on Twitter, so I don't know if this is – Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, do you think Disney will re- remake the OG trilogy of Star Wars, that is, uh, in 10 years or so – with the new cast from Mr. Kenobi. New Luke and Leia bring back Ewan McGregor and even Alden Ironreich for the remake. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Now, they shouldn't do this. Correct, But yes. I'll be lying if I said I wouldn't love an attempt just to see everything around it unfold. Yeah, okay. oh, just the, the real world production yeah. of that. Okay. And what does that look like? It wouldn't shock yeah, me. They, they I, don't think they, I don't think they would dare remake the I original trilogy. So yeah, I think it would probably be more likely... They would, if they're going to re-release anything, if they're going to release anything, rather, I think they'd re-release the original original trilogy, like the unaltered trilogy. Yes, yes, that, yes. That yes. Would be, they'd build up to it. it um, maybe that would be the big build-up. Yeah. But what I think they might do is they might get those actors if they're still acting in ten years and do like Luke and Leia's little adventures. Luke and Leia do a little not together, adventure. probably separately. Yeah. Uh, and just or one or the other. Yeah. And just be like Luke's had little adventures on Tatooine or what have you. Mm, you know? He found all of. Uncle Owen and Aunt Bruce guns. 
<laughs> That's right. And he's run into the sand dunes to kill some Ewoks or whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> no one's told him there are no Ewoks on this planet. He read about them in a book. <laughs> A hollow book. A hollow book? Yeah, that's right. The, the book was hollow because it's got a gun in it. <laughs> Aunt Bruce put all kinds of guns everywhere. Uh, we did Kenobi uh, review, by the way, that's for why, the last episode. That's why Luke had to go into town to get some more power converters because all the other ones on the farm were filled with guns. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, mm. Yeah, I don't think it's the end of Ewan McGregor or, or even Alden Ironreich. I think, you know, these people will probably appear and probably not the remake. But again... Love to see it. What else, Mason? Uh, let's see here, James. Let's just see here. Oh, uh, well, according to John Deere Mower, we want, we've won a John Deere Mower. Have we? So that's good. We should collect that John Deere Mower. Mm. Um, Didn't they do the big labor union strikes and all those things and people wanted more money and then eventually they made them get more money? I don't think John Deere did that. Mm. He's probably been dead for a couple of decades. A deer got him. Correct, yes. That's great. And imagine, being, great. imagine being eaten by a deer. Crazy. Mm. Go on, Mason. Okay, let's have a I can go while you're waiting. Please do. It's from Ian Cook, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Hi, I recall James saying the Voltron was his first memorable TV show. That's true, and it's not very good. The first one, that is. The remake is incredible. Astro Boy was one of mine. Any idea why there hasn't been more Astro Boy content? Was it not as good as I remember? He has a laser in his butt. It's more of a machine gun. Uh, but that is true. <laughs> you used to have an Astro Boy kind of like carrying thing, didn't you? No. Yeah, like a, it had like a little holographic Astro Boy thing on it. It was like a case. Nope. I remember this. I don't think that's true. Uh, you did, Mason. I don't, no, I don't have well, no Well, one of no us memory. did. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Anyways, I like Astro Boy. There was Astro Boy movie a few years ago. They did an animated movie. Oh, yeah. Nicolas Cage was the doctor, I think, or whatever. Astro Boy's dark as well. Yeah. But why hasn't there been more Astro Boy? That is a great point. He probably doesn't test well for some reason. Mm. But you'd think he would. Yeah. Because he's got the big eyes and the laser in his bum or whatever. Yeah, that's right. All of those things. And lasers uh, in his fingers. It's all laser. It was also all the like time. he did a lot of early proto anime stuff. So like Astro Boy yeah. became there's so many other things that have since then. That's a really good then. question. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just a you know, they the they Maybe the test bed was the animated thing and they went, oh, people didn't watch this, so yeah. they don't like him for some reason. Also, he's brave and gentle and wise. Why wouldn't people like him? Probably the laser in his bum. Mm, that's dangerous. Mm. Uh, so, I don't know. I'd like yep. to see more Astro Boy content. There's been some video games as well, haven't there, that maybe weren't great? I've never seen an Astro Boy video game. Yeah. Anyway, what else, Mason? Uh, let's see. Uh, this is from Brian. Graduation shout-out. We're doing all shouts and all shout-outs week. goodness. That. Hey, James and Mason. I teach film in the senior grades of high school, and while talking to a student the other day, I found out he was also an avid listener to the pod. <gasps> uh, since he's one of my favourite students I've taught in my years teaching, I was wondering if you could wish Ruben best of luck in film school and congratulate him on finishing high school from Mr Chambers. Well done, Ruben, for finishing high school and film school and to Mr Chambers. <laughs> oh, we're, we're, th- we're, we're congratulating him advance, in advance on finishing film school? Te- yes. Well, teachers play a vital pivotal role also, Mason. Do you not want to con- congratulate a teacher for the hard work that they've done? I feel our podcast is thanks enough. I agree, especially if you pay us for it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was not an, for a big sandwich or anything. No, just, no, no, no. Just, just cash. Mail us some cash. Uh, there was a 2009 Astro Boy, the video game, based off the movie. It has an average rating of 4.3 stars out of... 10 stars? 4.3. Wow, it's really good. That's no, a perfect score. Out of, uh, out of five. Really? Oh, apparently. But then IGN gave it a 4 out of 10. You can't trust user reviews yeah, yeah, or yeah. IGN or anybody. Mm. I think it was a, site, a platformy, side-scrolly thing, was it? I'm just going to look now. Anyways, anything else or should we uh, give it a minute? Let me find one more. Let me find one email. Ah, oh, this looks terrible. What's that? The game. Oh, no. It's not even What fine. is it? Is it a platform game? Platform or? game, yeah. Okay. Oh, geez, you know, it's a 2009 platformer. Yeah, no, it's all right, mm. actually. 
Anyways. Okay. Mason, I'm ready to pack it up. Pack yeah, it in. Yeah, no, 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 no. I've got to find more Pack it up. Pack it no, in. No, 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 Let no, me no. begin. No, 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 no. Okay, no, why no. are you doing that? This is from Miss Cons True Ed, okay. who says, briefly rejoined a dating app and was chatting to some bloke. I sent him a photo <laughs> of me in my Weekly Planet, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod t-shirt, and he made no comment about it. Blocked and deleted. Loser. I agree. That's true. But I think finding true love, not as important as... as uh, supporting the show. That's true, yes. Yeah, exactly. Also, this podcast isn't that popular. So there's a very good chance that uh, you might meet somebody great who mm. might not know who we are. Maybe wear a Joe Rogan Experience T-shirt. Maybe yeah. that'll get a little, uh, a little something. There. Oh, you'll definitely get some kind of reaction. Yeah, I mean, you can just get our T-shirt. Yeah, buy one of our T-shirts and like cross out Weekly Planet on it and write Joe Rogan Experience yep. on it. You know, mm. and draw us taking DMT. <laughs> That's oh, right. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, anything else, I'm Mason? I'm gonna find one more. Mason, email. I got to get out of here. I don't have time yeah, for no, your tomfoolery, mm. absolute silliness that you've got yes, going yes, on yes, in yes, here. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, here's one more shout out, James. Let's do one it. More shout out episode. Let's do this it. From Chloe. Hello, Chloe. Your biggest fan's birthday shout out. What? Hello, lads. My oh. mum. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she hates this show. <laughs> and us. Yeah. Me mostly. Yeah, you. I mean, a lot more when I was young, but she seemed to have mellowed a bit. Anyway. You don't see her as much. No, that's true. That's probably why. <laughs> Hello, lads. Hope you're having a brilliant week and the babies and trams are doing well. Yeah. Ah, please could you wish my wonderful boyfriend Samo a happy birthday? He listens to you guys every week and runs around singing the letters song. It's not annoying at all, so I think it will make his day to have his own letter. I realise now that makes him sound like a child, but he is in fact turning <laughs> 25 and just very excited. He's the best person ever and deserves a birthday that's just as good, so this is me trying my best. Thank you. If you guys are ever in England, Samo will gladly make you a cuppa. Of? From Chloe and Soup the Cat. Well, thank you so much, Chloe and the Cat. Uh, P.S.'s birthday is 2nd July, but reading this out anytime is great. Thank you. That's right. That's coming up. So mm. that's not a problem at all. That is actually going to be, Mason. It's coming up this week on the 2nd of July, isn't it? Yes, it's it Saturday. absolutely is. Yes, terrific. It's next Saturday. That's correct. Wow, that's the show. I need to go on a really long drive, Mason. I don't. Ah. <laughs> Folks, thank you so much for listening to the show. We definitely, absolutely, 100% appreciate it. We wouldn't be here without you. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling your friends about the show. Thank you for leaving a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. That's how we get some new listeners. James, you got any five-star reviews there? I actually don't, no. So do the rest of the thing and okay, then I'll come you back to it. Okay, get those at the end. <laughs> Folks, if you want to contact the show, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at Gmail, at Facebook, at Twitter, at Bandcamp. You can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet Pod subreddits and Discords. You can follow our friend Rob Collings over <gasps> at the Weekly Planet on Twitter and at Raw Collings on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Wikipedia Brown. You can follow me on Instagram at Nick Meso. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. So if you man. want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. You can chuck in a buck or, in fact, any amount you wouldn't miss. That is the key there. Uh, but if you're a big-time, big spender for $9 US dollars per month, you can go to bigsandwich.co. We've got all kinds of bonus podcasts and movie commentaries and early videos and all kinds of stuff over there. Over where? Over there. Mm. Uh, also, uh, thank you to the Brute and the Bastards going to rack them for all our musical themes. You can get T-shirts on tpublic.com. You just search for the Weekly Planet over there. That's so just, easy. Just pick a weird one. Yeah, pick, pick a, a weird, weird one. Get one. one. Then go on a dating app yeah. and demand people uh, recognize, you know, recognize it. it. Yes. Yes, perfect. I'm with you. Nice. Right. Uh, yeah, as mentioned, that Thor commentary is up, ready to go. And I'm just getting one more of you. Here we go. That's annoying because when I pop them into my Google Doc, I have to change the fonts white. It doesn't matter so you can't read them. But anyway, <laughs> I did. this is a five-star review. You can just do it in-app from Gav who says, fantastic podcast. This podcast helped me get through lockdown in my city and it's absolutely hilarious. Also, I can't hear Tom Holland without thinking about Mason's Tom Holland voice. Thanks for ruining Spider-Man for me. I may have read that out last week. 
Uh, but there's one new one from Brandon who says, the best review, James. This podcast is shrektastically a pig rolling down a hill. That is so true. Perfect. Uh, next week, we're going to do a bit of a Star Trek thing. Yes. And other things also. That's right. We'll talk about that, Heck though. Yeah. Heck yes. Thanks, everybody. Grab that jam, you guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.